Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Happening on the West Coast, it's the Day of Action. It happened over, I think, five days. And it's quite scary because they were doing a bit of a blitz, a bit of a, a blitz on uh, traffic and stuff. And I think it was 38 speeding people. On the line from uh, the inspector, Anthea Mange from Tasmania Police. Hello, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm very well. What a good intro that was. You've been whizzed through the system very quickly. Now, what <laughs> happened? You had, you had five days and over five days you found 38 people speeding. What are people doing? Oh, I think there's just some inattention that's crept in over time. So we're out educating the uh, public, the driving public, to uh, remember that they need to be more focused when they're behind the wheel of a vehicle. So this was just in the West Coast. So we're talking sort of Queenstown, Tulla, all those sorts of areas. Those roads are pretty windy. They certainly are. So, yes, it was just on the West Coast. It was five days of action. And how do you speed on some of those roads? I mean... You'd, you'd have to have... It, it, <laughs> some inattention creeps in, Alan, along with uh, some good long straights and some some hills, Just some downhill people, runs. Yeah, okay. The downhill runs are always the, the risk, aren't they? That's, if I'm going to get done anywhere, are. it's always on a downhill run and it's only a little bit above. Everyone says that. It's only 5Ks above. Yeah, that's what everyone says, isn't it? Um, now, you, had a, you, you found other people too. There were seatbelts and other things as well going on. What was the worst... Um, thing that people were doing so just of note on that alan of all those speeding infringements they were all in excess of 15 kilometers over the posted speed limit really and yeah okay yes they were and uh, with four of them traveling in excess of 30 kilometers per hour that, that's that's not them, that's not inattention that's maniac well, that's uh, certainly uh stepping beyond the uh, boundaries um. and a uh, uh, Provisional licence holder was detected travelling at 43 kilometres above the posted speed limit, yeah, okay. uh, which attracted a penalty of six demerit points and a fine of $735.25, along with three months disqualification. Yeah, so it's, it's a big it's a big problem if you get caught, um, which is which is pretty. Which, which it should be, really. I think it, some, sometimes uh, police used to do it before. They used to have double demerit weekends and things. Is that something you still do? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Uh, it's more been on our mainland counterparts that have had the double demerit points. Okay. We perhaps have had it once or twice in the past, but certainly not recently. And, and some of these cars that you were using for this five-day blitz were unmarked, so people probably didn't even know that you were there until they were pulled over. Yes, that is correct. We used a variety of vehicles, some marked, some unmarked and some partially marked. Yep, okay. And these cars are generally on the road anyway? Is that is that the, the message? Yes, that is correct. Uh, they're always on the road in a variety of uh, forms, so it does uh, pay to make sure that you are complying with the uh, speed limit and driving to the conditions. Yep, yep. How, how do you feel about some of the speed limits around Tasmania? I know there's at least one road here which is 50, and and I know lots of people that get done on that road because it doesn't look like a 50 road. Um, what happens with situations like that? Is it just tough luck that people haven't paid attention, or is it, um, or is there some leeway that can be that, that happens on those? What happens when it's a road that doesn't look like a a 50 road? Well, just because it doesn't look like it doesn't mean that hasn't been a very valid reason for it being set yeah. at that level. So um, people are always uh, able to um, write a letter uh, or take the matter to court if they don't feel that they uh, 
the uh, infringement was justified, but yeah. there's always a valid reason for the limits that's set. I suspect if you wrote a letter and said it doesn't look like a 50 road, you wouldn't probably take that on board. <laughs> it wouldn't get you very far, I reckon. Is there any real bad hotspots around? I mean, with after the five days, did you find that there was any particular roads that seemed to be where people sped more so than others? No, nothing in particular, no. It was, it was just across the board, yeah, okay. It, it was. We, we targeted several different areas, so there wasn't any one particular that was worse than another. Yeah, so there's no particular straights where people just forget and keep going or anything like that. Were they, I guess this is probably information you don't normally keep and you might not know the answer, but uh, were they mostly young people, old people? Who should we point, be pointing the finger at here? Or should we not be pointing the finger? Uh, look, I'm not in a position to tell you the ages of the drivers, uh, the range of those that were detected for speeding, sorry. Yeah, okay. So we, we, can't, we can't reinforce or dismiss the idea that little old men and little old ladies drive along at 25 miles an hour and uh, the young ones are <laughs> the ones that are speeding. It's probably not a... Your experience wouldn't tell you that anyway, would it? I guess it's across the board. It is. Generally, it is across the board. I know people that are quite old and should know better that speed. So it's, it is definitely across the board. How often do you have these days of action? Uh, just there's no set period of time. It's just when we're in a position and have the opportunity to do it. But that doesn't mean that we're not always out in mm. those periods where we're not actually responding to jobs. We are targeting as we're driving from incident to incident. So we're always on the lookout for motor behave, motorist behaviour and addressing it where it's appropriate. Yep. Be suspicious of that car behind you because it could be a police car. Do you tend to hide in bushes still or do you just drive behind people? Because I think nowadays you can, you can do it in, a very, in various ways. Even cars coming the other direction, I think, um, the radars work on, don't they? We're generally very obvious where we, we're parked uh, and just travelling along the road as normal, generally going from one job to another. Yeah, so. yeah okay. Cool. All right. When you do this again, you should, do, do you tend to let people know beforehand or do you keep it under wraps until it's done? There certainly are some that we do. We do have major e uh, Easter uh, action days and those ones we do, but this was just a um, one we decided to uh, enact, which is a bit of a, a statewide approach to educating our driving motorists. Yeah, okay. There's nothing better than on the highway when you're driving along and someone goes zooming past and you think, you are doing way over the speed limit, mate. And then a couple of miles down the road, you see them and they've been picked up. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a good feeling, I've got to mm. say. I know, I know that sounds really mean, but it really is a good feeling because you can see that something's actually happened. Quite, usually they don't get picked up down the road and you sort of wonder how long they've got left in the in, in the scheme of things, but uh, occasionally it's good when you see them get picked up. Thank you for your time this morning. It's been interesting to know how it all works, and, uh, and I guess people out on the road, they just need to be mindful that that car driving parked anywhere around the place. Years ago, they used to be pretty obvious because it was a van with, with things in the back window, but nowadays it can be any car, any shape. You use all sorts of models, don't you, all, all different colour cars? We certainly do, yes. We certainly have a range of vehicles in our fleet. Yeah. So years ago, it used to be, I think it originally there was always a, a Valiant and then there was always a, a Commodore, I think, at one stage. You could kind of tell, you know, they just had that police car look. But nowadays, there's no way you can tell, which, which is probably a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as police and first responders, we see the devastating impact that serious crashes and fatalities have. Yeah. Not just on the person's immediate family, but also the wider community. 
So I implore all motorists to consider their behaviours on the roads and to do the right thing to protect themselves and others. Yeah, it's a, it's a good message. After what happened in Don just yesterday afternoon, uh, I guess that's out of your area, but um, somebody died in that one. I, I looked at that and just thought, how can you crash in Don? It's such a small little place. There's, there's, mm. only, there's only 10 houses there, you know. There's, uh, it, it just doesn't seem like a place where you can have a crash, but it just goes to show that it can happen anyway. Um, yes, I think they can. I think they say crashes generally happen 5Ks uh, away from your house. Isn't that the, the rule? Is that still the rule? I, look, I certainly have heard that that theory before. People just get complacent and they're ready to go home and they turn their brain off, ready to go inside and make a cup of tea or whatever they do, and they just become slack, I guess. Mm. So um, there's a lot of things there. I'm sure lots of people have put a lot of effort into working out what goes through people's minds when they're uh, doing the wrong thing. Anthea Mango, thank you very much. Uh, of course, Inspector Anthea Mango from Tasmania Police, thank you for your time this morning. I've learned a lot. Thanks, Alan. Have a good day. You too. Talk to you very soon. And if you're out on the roads, just beware. That car behind you could be watching you. They could be waiting for for you to do the wrong thing and you might just get picked up. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.